welcome back to another GVO podcast, the Good Vibes Only podcast, where we are uncut, unfolded, and uncensored. I'm sitting today with, uh, actually he has his own podcast, the Not High School Musical there podcast. You there you go. Yeah, uh, he's studying engineering in uh, Stellenbosch, it's here in South Africa, yeah. <laughs> Like, if you didn't know, I'm back in SA again, so I'm having a shit ton of South African guests on. Okay, so I have no context for what the international world goes about, but imagine the most pretentious dickhead you've ever met in your life. Like, he only drinks wine. This is actually his whole personality is wine. That's yes. everyone from Stellenbosch. He's basically. the guy that, like, spins it, smells it, puts it in his mouth, shuffles it, and, then, and they yeah. spit into a bun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The most That's expensive that. wine ever. Yeah. He does that. That is Stalinbosch for you. Yeah. yeah. It's a bit pretentious, but it's a bloody good time. Yeah. Like, I always, when I come back from Hungary, I always somehow end up in Stalinbosch. It's never planned. <laughs> it just... just... No, dude, the Touchies games, they are the fucking best. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's the best field in the world. Like, you got the field and you got the mountains in the background and it's always green. Fuck, I love playing there. But, like... Because, like, Stalys is, like, the prettiest area in South Africa. Or, like, the region, pretty much. That whole mountain area, like, your eyes get Dude, blessed. What the fuck do you think everyone from the north is moving down? Like, <laughs> like I, I, I swear, I don't know a single family who hasn't considered at one point moving down to Stellenbosch or to the Cape Town area or something. No, it's changing now to not just down, but up to... Out of seas, man. Everyone no, is fucking out of South Africa. Uh, everyone that has it. Been... the real reason behind this. And I'm not really sure if I want to delve into that this quickly into the podcast. Yeah, yeah. It, it will oh, go... It's come. <laughs> it will it's go to push. Fucking steed very fast. Yeah, yeah. But we won't start with that. I actually... um, We were just talking. And uh, so engineering is pretty much... The math level is fucking crazy. Because like... Yeah. In high school, like, we had, like, AP math, normal math, and, and it was fucking hot. It's not, yeah. it's not easy. No, it was quite difficult. I mean, I studied my absolute ass off, and I think, like, I was so proud. I got an 82. I was like, yes, I've got above 80. I proved to myself I can yeah, do it. That's an A. That's an A. That's an A. And then I walk into first year, and the first week is like, okay, complex numbers. I know exactly what the fuck that is. Then you start getting to integrals. Yeah. <laughs> of course, it's... Tan, tan is fucking sine, cosec is fucking sectile. I have no idea what the fuck was yeah, going on yeah. for a whole year. And then I got a really smart girlfriend, number one. Tip for anyone in the world. <laughs> Get a smart girlfriend. Or boyfriend, whichever you're into. But whatever your sexual orientation is, just make sure your partner is smarter than you. And then they can give you like extra lessons on things. Well, at least have more money. At least have more. It's, it's either smarter or more money. You decide. You want to be a greedy boss or you want to be a smart boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She can give you like some of the brains. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So I went for extra classes there. I, I worked my ass off. So I got everything through now. But I mean, the math is still being applied in all your subjects. Yeah. And like for me, so I'm not studying like mathematical shit at all no. it's literally just sit and study for hours on end like, but like okay, this is the bone <laughs> this is what this bone is called this is the ears what, bro what's, what's i i promise the of a dog called just the ear canal really? outer you have your outer middle and inner ear canal but it's okay. not like okay. yeah okay. so it's not like scientific words for it you can you can I'm be a veterinarian like... <laughs> it has been scientifically proven i know the words of a veterinarian <laughs> like we learn it in Latin. We learn like the anatomy, anatomical terms in Latin. Like, can you speak Latin? 
Bro, carpe diem, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> no, I can't speak it, but like you start learning to which endings come with which. It's weird. I don't okay. know. It's random to explain. But so back to the math. Like mm-hmm. for me, math came super easy. Yeah. Like I was just blessed with math. <laughs> but then I do this words. Spot. Like like I don't know how to describe it, but every time like we had accounting together. And they think we had like bro, but 90s for Bro, everything. accounting was my bitch. Accounting Dude, was my like bitch. They think we like 90s for everything. And I was our teacher's like, I was a comeback student because I started off with like a 60 and she wanted to build me up to an A and like I got this close. And then I decided, no, I don't want to study for this. This is fucking horrible. To be honest, I, I hated accounting actually, but it was our teacher. I loved our teacher. Okay, hey, this is controversial. Louise, Louise was an interesting person. I've never met anyone so competitive in my life. Yes. She always wanted to win. So, like, there was a competition pretty much for, like... So, our school fell under IEB. Yeah. And the I, she wanted to be number one or, like, top three no, in no, IEB. No, no, she wanted to be... Yeah, she wanted to be number three in, in all the IEB schools for our... Yeah, so Great. imagine, like, across the nation... Your class needs to be like one of the best in the country. Dude, like so, <laughs> so the, my favorite part about that is, is like we all work our asses off. She's like in the exam, she's looking over our papers, she's like nodding along, she's like trying to make sure, like beforehand, she's prepping everyone. <laughs> the results come out. She sends a single message on the group. Congrats, we made it. Top three leaves the group. <laughs> Fucks off. <laughs> Like that's all we were doing. Drops the mic. Like, like just we just leaves. had the number. We got a number three. And then we our, our use was spent, done, <laughs> dusted. Do you remember my the, my favorite story from Luis? You know Neil Barkamosh. Yes, this you know, guy. This guy is a this guy genius, is a genius, genius beyond. But he had a brother. I can't remember what his brother's name is. He's like the white Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> Now that I think about it, like that is the energy here, the vibe. <laughs> okay, I was not expecting that, but um, so we have a thing in our school that's called the journey. So you go to close to Mozambique and you walk for like 21 k's, and then you sort it into teams and you have a bunch of challenges and stuff. You remember that? Yeah, yeah like yes, standard. Procedure. And then one of the challenges is to build a puzzle. And Louise had Neil's brother, who's also really intelligent, in her team. And she's like, the guy's extremely smart. He's going to win this puzzle thing so fucking easily. Start with a challenge. The first person finishes. The second person finishes. It's only Neil's brother left. And yeah. she's like, listen here, dude. What the fuck's going on? He's like, ma'am, I'm fucking colorblind. I can't fucking do a puzzle. <laughs> Was it like a color-coded yeah, puzzle? No, 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 it's just a a puzzle, or a, a standard puzzle. It's probably like 50 pieces, but the dude's got to fucking do it because he's colorblind. Bro. That's like the saddest thing ever. Like, dude, like, she's like, so like, fucking competitive. She just wants to win everything. Like, I feel so bad for the first team netball. Yeah, she yeah, she's... So, she was super competitive, but like, she pretty much... I think it's weird. I think this is something a teacher can give you, mm-hmm. but like, the problem is with the school system at the moment, like, teachers are just shit. But... <laughs> I did not do teachers. I did not do that well. Like I did good in like accounting. Yeah. And then I could re- like I ramped it up a bit and started getting better. And she told me, she told me one day, she's like, Nathan, I fucking see potential in you. I want you to be one of the best fucking in the class. Yeah. Like I never thought I would be able to be good in like accounting and yeah. shit like that. 
But she told me that shit. I was like, yo. Yo, okay. I'm pulling up. Yeah, like, like, pop off the, like, and then I just started grinding. Like, I went to uh, Andri. I don't know if you know it. Like, maybe the people in um, South... So, so, I was... I had uh, extra accounting classes. Um, there was the one tiny who kind of looked like a little bird, like a floki. <laughs> I do bird. not remember her name at all. And then there was another one near my house. I think Mariska went to her as well. But they weren't a lot of help. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, so we had like this one girl. She was actually pretty, she was really good, but she was, is she the vibes one? I, I think so. She's, she's the vibes one. Like, like, yeah. What the fuck? This is what you hear in South Africa, guys. <laughs> Corman. Corman. For those of you who don't know what Corman is, go to Brakpan. <laughs> no, and, and she she had like this really random way of explaining to us. She would just swear a lot. <laughs> and be, yeah, I swear to you, she would just swear like, like told you, just the vibes one. Yeah, fucking sit on your ass, study, and just like that. And through that, bro, I ended weird flakes in the country. Give me a second. <laughs> Alright, right. water went down the wrong hole. Alright, I'm back. No, and I ended up with a fucking amazing accounting mark for What did you get, like 93? 7. 93? For my second accounting paper, I got top three in the country for IED. Dude, the thing is, is like, people will meet you, right? They'll meet you. And they'll I look like, retarded though. I look a bit funny. Okay, that was not PC, but I look, I look really stupid, man. And I'll be like, oh, okay, you know, he, he must have been like a 60s kind of student. He must have been like, all right, he's probably doing a BCom or something now. His dad's probably paying for it. Everything's fine. No. <laughs> no, this, I, I couldn't beat you. I, the only thing I could beat you in was Afrikaans and English, I think. Yeah, that's the only academic way. Languages, I, I suck in. I suck in languages. I so suck in languages. But I think it's how the brain is just like, some people's brains like, are just made for words. And for me, math is like my language. But I can speak. When you were a child, did you read a lot? Or did you get a lot of enjoyment from books? I actually did. I actually did. My mom would like... She would let me read a lot and I would actually read quite a bit. But I think I, I have a little bit of dyslexia. Like just, yeah, yeah like just a little bit. So that's where bit. the Latin is confused. <laughs> like the words just sometimes, they are in my head. They just don't come out <laughs> that way. Out way. <laughs> they don't come out that way. Okay, okay, now, now that could make more sense. Because I was thinking there might be a bit of a correlation between, I want to say, your aptitude and language and then how early on you started enjoying books because I remember like the first time I felt really naughty like really really, really stoked was when I stayed up till 2am to finish a book in grade 2 <laughs> I was like yo I'm such a bad boy bad boy put on the leather jacket the next morning the next morning <laughs> and I was like oh no 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 the dry mac the dry mac was the the dry mac did you guys have a dry mac yeah you guys have, you must have had a dry mac and what do you mean of a, of a dry mac? You know that like rain jacket type thing? Like it's really thin and it's really yes, plastic. Yes, we did like, have that. Like if you did put a torch to it, I think we just go. <laughs> yeah, we, we did have a dry mac. Dude, I love that dry mac. I'll put up in the drip, no <laughs> shoes. It's the middle of winter. Fucking seven o'clock in the morning. The grass is frozen over. You just drawling, playing some soccer or touchies or something. Ah, the days. The days. I literally still think South Africans are the hardest children on earth. So my friend told me a story of um, a kid that he went on vacation with. 
So the kid is a bit of a, I think he's like eight or something, right? And they were in the pool. And Reineke's just chilling. They were like play wrestling, you know. It's fine. You just yeah, you, yeah. As soon as you're in a pool somewhere, you just want to go. You, you, you just want to dunk somebody's <laughs> head under and be like, no, this is not violent at all. I do not have violence in this. Because there's no hurting in it. Like you hit someone in the water and you, it doesn't yeah, hurt that badly. Yeah, except for that. Someone starts drowning. <laughs> yeah, like then it's not funny like, okay, anymore. Okay, funny anymore. But beside that, and then... They're done, and then uh, my you know, my friend. Uh, keep in mind, he's like 120 kilograms, huge dude, big big boy. Um, and he's just chilling there in the swimming pool. And the next moment, just hears his mom shout, "Reineke, what's up?" He turns around, and this eight-year-old kid fucking spear tackles him <laughs> like this, bashes his eyebrow into his into his like the hardest part of his skull. He's got like a massive cut on his forehead right here. Everyone looks at him. He's like. Okay, that's not looking good. He's just like, okay, let me just go to the bathroom quickly. Goes to the bathroom, gets a tissue off, so yeah, I'm good. Like, just goes. Just like a fucking skin splitting open on like your, like your yeah, eyebrow. What would like, a, just what a, a standard eight-year-old do? Dude, I would be bawling. Bro, I'd you be dying. Hard, you know how hard I cried? Like, like okay, I, I have one place in my ha- in my body that I have stitches, right? Yeah. So, um, you watched Bear Girls probably as a child. Obviously, you did. We do Disco- didn't. Like, Discovery he Channel was the Discovery Channel and Mythbusters. Those two men. <laughs> those were the best. Okay, we'll get to Top Kids. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, I liked playing with knives. I've always enjoyed playing with knives for some reason. It's a bit. It's a bit Please dark. explain what playing with it means. Like, you just skin yourself somehow, try and see how many arm hairs you can cut off, how sharp you can get it, stuff like that. Okay. And then. My dad had a drawer, like, and there was a bunch of knives in there. And I decided, I'm in my bear girl's face, I'm going to climb a tree. Okay. Catchers, I'm going to climb a tree with a knife. <laughs> That's the most unsafe thing I've ever heard. Yep. I grab a knife, and coincidentally, I grab the only knife that doesn't lock in as soon as you flip it open. So I go, I'm about to climb this tree. And I stab it into the tree and the thing just fucking folds like this and just cuts oh. open my entire pinky down here. Dude, I was screaming like I was How old were you dying. Then? I was like grade two or something. Crazy. Dude, I remember uh, even afterwards I gave like a, I walked up to the class. I, I had a photo to son. She was fucking awesome. I walked up with like, yeah, can I please tell a, tell a, a safety instruction manual for what to do not to do with knives? <laughs> I stood there in front of the class and I'm like, I think I had a pen or something. It was like a prop. And I'm like, okay, guys, when you walk with a knife, don't hold it upright. Otherwise, when you fall, you <laughs> yourself. Just point it downwards when you walk with it. When you hand someone a knife, don't hand them the sharp end. That's not very smart, is yeah. it? Shit like that. So, mm. See, that's the only thing you learn through hard experience, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, safety manuals would not exist if... There was not some dumb shit like this. The more you fuck around, the more you're going to find out. Exactly. Exactly. I wouldn't say I fucked around too much. Like, like I did all my fucking around when I was young. And now I'm just chilling. Man, you are like 21 now. What are you talking about? Just oh, chilling. I'm pretty cool. <laughs> like, like, okay. New Year's was a bit interesting. Like, how's your jaw life at the moment? Man. Yeah. I well, where do you draw in Rosie now? I don't know. I was actually in Babylon the other day. Okay, Babylon. Babylon I fucking fucking love Babylon. Just abs and ass everywhere. No, so so so, okay. So Babylon is like a gay bar in Santon, right? (laughs) But the best thing is, it does not just cater for 
gay people. No, it's, it's like they they name it a gay ball, but bro, there's some bad bitches there. Though. <laughs> like no, realistically, the bad bitches go there because they feel safe there. Because yes. like, okay, the gay guys aren't going to stare at my ass the whole evening and. Grope. Yeah, that is okay. That is that is straight man activity. Okay, not all straight men, but not yeah, all straight men. But it happens. I mean, it, it happens. It happens quite a lot, actually. Like I've spoken to quite a few of my discorded, uh, not you know, just female friends, and they're like, there haven't been a single evening that I've gone out and someone hasn't tried to touch my ass or something like that. Like it's a bit rough, but then it just gets. Then what happens the day that do- someone doesn't touch your ass? Do you get insecure then and be you, like, yo, no, do I, I look ugly tonight? Have a party because someone didn't fucking sexually, uh, like, no, no, technically not abuse, I guess, but just violate. Uncomfortable touch. Yeah, uncomfortable uncomfortable touch. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't like being touched. Like I had a, I'm in Riz now and we had a house committee member who was, he was gay and he was very touchy. And I mean, I'm not very straight, but I'm also not very gay. I'm just kind of somewhere in the middle. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, so, so it was a bit awkward for me when they got, they got like really touchy and they're on your back when they're hugging you and they're like, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm not really into that. So, yeah, so, it's so, a good so, much, so yeah. I, I understand where they're coming from in terms of unsolicited, unwanted touches and touching and stuff like that. Like it yeah. makes you uncomfortable. It's been like, mm, I don't really want to be here now. But, like, men don't experience this at all. I mean, if you are macho or manly man, mostly not. Bro, no. Like, actually, one time in Babylon, talking about Babylon. Yeah. In Babylon, I was there, and, like, taking off your shirt in Babylon is pretty... That's pretty pretty, standard procedure. I think I was there when me and you did it together. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, you were. Fucked up. We got... It was Jock. It was Jock's birthday. Yeah. I lost my fucking jersey that evening. (laughs) I was so pissed off because that was my favorite jersey. It was like black and skinny, and because I, I wrapped, wrapped it around my waist. The jacket was fine. The jacket was still there. The jersey, I had two things around. Gone, gone. Damn, fucked up. But yeah, Jock and Liam. Yeah, and that, yeah. It was, was Balas there. Balas must have been there. Must have been. Must have been there. Yeah, I know. I just remember we were at Jock's house, and he had like this table, and he just threw. Brandy after brandy, it was like full, and like be be in mind, there's like Jack Parrow, puff puff puff, <laughs> in the background. Yeah, like this is the most South African thing ever. Just brandy and Jack Parrow playing in the background. Like we didn't even have any mixer for that. Like no. we just poured cups this full. And then he's like, he just hands you two. And he's like, there you go. Have Enjoy a fun yourself. night. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and we got smashed it. Man, and I like take the shirt off. Me and Riddle were like dancing in shirt. Fun night. Girl grabs my ass. <laughs> Bro, I, I've never, you know, like when you'd like jump up. Yeah. I literally just jumped up. Like it was crazy. It was, I was like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, but see the difference is, is it never happens to us. So when it happens, it's like. I want to say a little bit of a fantasy coming together, like fuck, I am desirable because it never happened. But you would think you feel desirable, but no, that is the last thing you feel. You <laughs> don't feel desirable. You feel fucking violated, like, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I just check her out. I'm like immediately get my shirt, put it back on. I'm like, yeah, this yeah, is no, this we, is we, too we far. Okay. <laughs> we okay. No, it's just it's just. 
because because I lean a bit more to the queer side, I do enjoy time with the gay guys. But then they sometimes think, okay, maybe this could go somewhere, and then they get very touchy. <laughs> that is I'm not really <laughs> here for this, man. I'm just here to have a good time, man. Ain't that what we all live for, man? Like we all live for a fucking good but time. But lo- Loki, now that now that I think about it, men. Do you know why women get so touched and grabbed by the ass so much? Yeah. Because men think, yo, this is how I show her I'm interested in her. How about... But it gets translated into straight-up violation of, like... How about you pull up your big boy's fucking socks, okay? You walk up to her and you say, Hi, I think you're beautiful, darling. Do you want to dance with me? Yeah, see, this, this is so logical. But in a man's brain, in that moment, that no, is the no, no, last no, no, logic no, no, that no, runs no, in not there. Not a man's brain, an insecure man's brain. Yes. 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 Gents, respect yourself. Talk to people. <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's not that difficult. I mean, I know it's intimidating sometimes, but I've done it enough times. Like, as soon as you just get something going, then easy. Yeah. As you just chat about fucking, I don't know, F1 for the entire evening. And she's like, hmm, he likes F1. I like Lando Norris. He likes Lando Norris. Maybe, maybe, maybe I kiss him. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. No, uh, that, is, that, that actually does make sense. I think men, I think men just don't have that confidence. Or I don't have that confidence. I, think I know I can, I can have that confidence, but I don't really... Yeah. I mean, I don't... The thing is, is like, the only way you get confidence, right, is by doing something enough times that you know without fail that you are able to do it. So, for instance, let's take it back to math. First year, second semester math, I flunked it. I completely flunked it. I got a 45, wasn't even close to passing. Fair. Then I did math and I did math and I did math and I did math and I did math. And at some point, I just became confident enough that when I see a integral of sine, okay, I know that is equal to cos. Yeah. So as soon as you do it enough times, you get the confidence to know like within your body. You're not doubting yourself. You're not second guessing. You just know this is it. It's like driving. You're, you're explaining math literally to how my brain worked. It was like, they would give me the equation. Hmm? I would not even know where to approach as what. But I would have like, from doing math so much, because I love doing it. I would just do it over and over and over. I would just, somehow, I would just be like, yeah, this works. This works. This way, yeah, yes. like this is, like, I'm going, just fucking do math and then boom, I get the answer. I'm like, how the fuck did I do this? But it just happened. But yeah, like... With confidence also, yeah. If you are not scared of getting rejected enough times, like surely somehow you will build the magic bridge. Even if you get rejected, firstly, like uh, people always use the argument, you get rejected. That's the worst thing that can happen. I mean, why does it have to be a rejection even if you didn't guess it? Like you could have just made a new lifelong friend. You could have found, like for instance, Mm -hmm. we went out on New Year's and I was not feeling very social that evening. But we found two people that looked halfway interesting, sat and chatted to them. And that started the whole evening going because we chatted to, like, I want to say, lacquer with them. Like, the whole evening just took an instant three times level up just from talking to them. And then through them, I got to meet more people. I met an Irish chick and we went to go to Afrikaans people to convince them that we are both from Alabama types. <laughs> we're cousins. That sounds like the vase. We're, we're, we're cousins, but we're not fucking. <laughs> I promise. Pinky promise. 
Pink pause. No causing pause. No, dude. Like that, that, that was a fucking vibe because I just uh, I just went around doing random accents to random people and convincing them that I'm from different places. Could you convince people though? Well, I mean, I could convince. You. Wait, 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 wait. No, I could convince you I'm Russian. No, no. I convince you... someone I'm from Ukraine. <laughs> and we just scream fuck Putin into each other's ears for like five minutes. And drink vodka. And drink vodka. No, I just drink brandy. <laughs> Aha, you see, my father is from South Africa, but I go to Russian school. Then I come back because apparently weather better. <laughs> That's pretty fucking convincing, man. Exactly. Exactly. So, so I did Russian, I did Scottish. I and did I promise Irish. you, you are talking with a drunk person. Yeah, dude, I just like that easy. Like I have the worst German accent in the world. Yeah? I'm from Germany, yeah? But someone fucking believed me. I don't know how. Like, like the key is just, I don't know. It's just confidence again. Like you just got to back yourself to do shit. Even if you fail, what the fuck does it matter? Like the, the guy believed us, but the girl, like she said, no, you're taking us for a plea. Yeah. yeah, and so I was like, "Oh, Miami, sorry to say that." Yeah, yes, sir. Just like immediately, just tears of the bandaid. Tears the bandaid. There we go. So I don't. I mean, they had a good time. We had a good time. Just have a good time. Yeah, and uh, actually, about your uh, architecture and stuff like that. Uh, I was like, do you grab like any not creativity, but like. Do you look at certain? <laughs> I know it's no, we don't. We don't. Step, but we don't. So, so I'm doing industrial engineering. So yeah, because is, okay, explain this to me. There's a lot of different. Okay, so so like, I'll, I'll do an engineering. But I, I said architecture. Excuse <laughs> me. They see it doesn't always come no, out the way I want. Yeah, yeah. Let's switch. Okay, so there's a bunch of engineering. We'll go from easy easy mode to like hard mode this is, okay. just, this is just my opinion if i do offend are you are you engineer, making a tier list for us i'm gonna make a tier list for you <laughs> s tier engineer industrial no i'm kidding that's data okay so <laughs> we start off with the easiest that's industrial basically what you do you optimize things so i look at your kitchen layout i say okay listen here your washing machine is in the way of the oven blah 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 let's shift around bada bing bada boom okay i move it around i make it better Yes. That's basically what I do. I try to get as much out with as little time and as little money as possible. That's what industrial does. Then you got E and E. E and E, you can either go electronic, which means you're going to work with uh, like cables computer. and shit. No, no, electronic is if you like computer parts and more of the software, or not the software, but more of the uh, uh, technology parts. And then electric is like with big grids, you're going to work with like, well, ESCON needs some electric engineers, please. But yeah, so, so they work with, they work with electricity. A lot of electric engineers, Yeah, please. so, so E&E works with electricity. Then, next up, I'd say civil. Civil engineering is you design bridges, roads, all the big, big, like, government-issued stuff. They also probably get them for, like, big buildings, development. Um, civil engineers. Then, when I say it's mechanical, so mechanical... Mechanical, is, yeah, I know mechanical, mechanical is, is like, crazy. things that move. So that works with engines because, yeah... That was like engines and a lot of thermodynamics and stuff like that. Thermodynamics is just the study of heat, like how yeah. heat transfers. Yeah, 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 but physics pretty much. Physics yeah, yeah. pretty much, yeah. And then you got um, uh, mechatronic, so that's almost a little combination. This, but you, of, you say that's the toughest. No, 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 we're getting to the toughest. Are we getting to, we're the, getting toughest? to the toughest? Okay. So, uh, third toughest is mechatronic, so that's mechanical and electronic mixed together, so that's for robotics type stuff. Then you got chemical, I'd say it's the second hardest. So yeah, chemical, that's chemistry and stuff. Yeah, that's chemistry and stuff. That's worth like. Petroleum. How do you even like 
do the engineering and stuff of like chemistry like well you're not really doing the chemistry you need to understand how the chemistry works so that you can take that chemistry and do it on a humongous scale like how do you think petrol stations get designed like where they refine petrol or diesel that's just chemical engineers because it's it's small scale chemical tests that they need to be found a way to be able to make it make large it, scale, yeah, make yeah, it okay. large scale and make it economically feasible. Yeah, like you said in the industrial, like the cheapest and least amount to get the most. Yeah, out to of get it. the yeah. most out of it. That's basically what engineering is. Is okay. Well, yeah. So let's just do the hardest one first. The yes. hardest one, in my opinion, data engineering. So it's kind of like electric, electro, electric and electronic engineering. But you work with humongous sets of data. So let's say, you know how Facebook or Instagram, they all collect humongous amounts of data. Yeah. So they'll have data engineers analyzing that, seeing how they can use that data for economical benefit. Fuck me, that sounds fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is crazy. Sounds crazy. My, my girlfriend does that. And uh, stats244, I think, is the module. That one's a bitch. Don't take stats. Ever. No, yeah. I, I heard statistics is the worst. Statistics <laughs> are the worst fucking thing in the world. But yeah. So what an engineer basically is, from my limited understanding so far, is the scientists, they go and they design a process that could work. Your job as an engineer is to make it work. To take that process, to force it into something, and to make sure that it works, that it's economically viable, that you can actually make money from it, that it's practical. Like, there's a lot of stuff to consider, but your job is just to make sure everything works. But, I mean, like, I think engineering has, like, the biggest, it's almost a, not a job, but a study that, like, changes the way you think, that makes it applicable in all aspects of yeah. life. I mean, I heard, like, from businesses and stuff, like engineers, they just love getting engineers in, even if it's a different role, like the problem solving and stuff like yeah. that is just so I think, amazing. I think math really <clears throat> works in your favor in terms of problem solving because it's kind of like a mini scale, let's call it example of a real world problem. You got a, a problem, let's say you got this formula and you need to find X. Now you have a bunch of different tools and a bunch of different knowledge that you know can work but you're not sure which one to use so you go and test you go and test you go and see which one works you've got different proofs to see if it works so a math problem is a lot like an engineering problem you go in you have a problem you have a bunch of possible things that you think can work you go and try them you go and test them some of them make it past the design phase some of them fail and then you find the solution that actually like works the best for what your intended purpose is yes no yes. engineering is just yeah it's a cool field. It's a cool field. I mean, I was watching a lot of engineering videos and like how they, you know, it's like the craziest thing to me sometimes is the best solutions are sometimes some of the easiest things. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to give you an example. Okay. Okay. So airplanes, they are some of the most horrendously fuel inefficient things in the world. Like the amount of fuel they burn in order to get somewhere. It's ridiculous. And one of the main issues in the past was because, okay, I'm just going to T-pose you. Yeah, for, for those who can't see. For so those of you who can't see, I'm T-posing, right? So <laughs> what happened is at the edge here, because there's low pressure air going under and then high pressure air going over. It and lifts. causes the flight, yeah. It causes lift, right? But what happens here right at the edge is those things meet and they create little tornadoes. Yeah, just turbulence. Yeah, turbulence. turbulence. Yeah, exactly, yeah. turbulence. And then those tornadoes are very bad for fuel inefficiency. Now, do you want to see how they solved it? No. They yes. made the wing 
go like a bus. Yes! Yeah, 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 That was fucking it. So, so he literally just changed his T-pose where his hand just went up. And But I so mean, all, just... all, all, of the, all of the airplanes are like that at the moment. Yeah, like where they have that's that... the most fuel-efficient thing to do. But um, they're, trying, they're trying to change the whole... Well, I'm not sure if everyone's trying, but I know Boeing and NASA and a bunch of people have committed to try and change how airplanes look. So right now, everyone knows you've got that long tube and you've got the wings. Yeah, yeah. Those things aren't very fuel efficient. I can't really tell you why, maybe because of the main rudder, but what they're trying to do now is they're gaining like, the airplane almost looks like a triangle. I thought you were going to like explain a UFO saucer. That can totally work. Like now that I think about it, like, <laughs> like just like, like packing all your shit, like the people, instead of sitting in rows, you sit in, sit in a circle. circle. Yeah, you sit in a circle. No, 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 in no, the no, middle, no, you, you know, just you put know, all you know the... What, you know what you got? You get a humongous what? robotic arm and you make the plane look like a frisbee. You just... <laughs> 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 like airplanes, like all airports will just have like one mechanical object. <laughs> fucking <laughs> easy. <laughs> a humongous catapult. Yeah, yeah, that's all. That's all we need. The what did you say? They, the triangle. So, how can yeah. the triangle okay, be fuel so, efficient, though? So I'm going to try and explain it. So because it kind of looks like a triangle, and then a 3D triangle. A 3D triangle. So if you imagine a normal airplane, so the tube, right? You got the wings on the side. Where's the most of the mass of the airplane going? Center. To be? It's going to be in the center. And then a lot less of the mass is going to be down at the bottom. But all your lift is created on the sides by the wings. Yes. So there's kind of like a, a mismatch, a misbalance between where the weight is and where the lift is happening. So it's a lot but less. But isn't it the same? Isn't it the same in nature also? Like look at birds. Mm. Like birds, the most the center is yeah, the mass, I mean, the body itself, I mean, and then the based, wings are like the light. We based it, but I mean, birds and airplanes, I'm not sure, uh, they're pretty applicable, but birds are a lot, I think the birds like massive body is a lot less proportional to the wings than it would be for an airplane to its wings. Yeah, that makes sense. But you do have a point there, but basically what they want to do with the triangle airplane is because the weight is going to be a lot more spread out, your lift is going to be a lot more spread out, you're going to have to, you're going to be able to lift up a lot easier, thus burning a lot less fuel. So that's how they're going to make it more fuel efficient. Okay. Another problem with standard airplanes is you have no space in the wings. Like the wings are dead space. They just, yeah, they you can't fly. use the, you can't use the wings. With your triangle airplane, what do you got? You just got, you got lots of space. And yeah, what does that open the door for? More people, <laughs> more, more transport, people, more people, or hydrogen fuel cells, which is a lot more eco-friendly than the petroleum bullshit we're using now. Hydrogen fuel cells? I don't know how they work. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to say. I, I, just, like, I just know hydrogen fuel cells, good. Yeah, okay, petroleum, good. bad. Yes. Nuclear fission, good. Nuclear fusion, the fucking best. Yeah, that's, that's, that's so, Yeah, yeah. I also think, but uh, what is your opinion with this, like? Uh, I mean, we got solar in this week. We oh, got really? solar in this week. <sighs> Must be nice. Bro, yeah, okay. We are deep enough in the podcast that we can fucking... Uh, really, please explain to the international viewers what the fuck's going on in South Africa. This is straight okay, up bullshit. So, so we, have, we have some rough times because of uh, government in... <laughs> 
I'm just going to say, that's called a government incompetency. Incompetence is like a low-level word. There's much worse words that should be said. But Okay, so basically what happened is the people at the top, they were skimming off the top, and they continued skimming off the top, and they just didn't really build anything new. But the problem is there are new people being made. There are no new power stations being made, and thus supply, or no, demand way exceeded supply. And yeah. now we sit with a bit of a problem where we don't have enough power to give everyone power. We yeah. are not very communist at the moment. <laughs> no, pretty much what happened is like, instead of at least not referring to, like making sure our power plants are still like up to date with the, like the newest equipment and stuff like that, they just left it to rot. And then, yeah, pretty much just used yeah, it without nourishing the fucking yeah, shit and at now all. there's a lot of other problems, like we're shipping off all our good coal to other places so they can burn it, and then we just have the shitty coal that's kind of mixed with rocks. People keep on forgetting to put tops over the coal, so the coal gets fucking wet and you can't use it for weeks. Like, there's just a lot of general incompetence happening and some sabotage on the side. Just yeah, I heard there's some sabotage. Yeah, there's I some didn't sabotage. know. It's not good. It's not good. So a lot of people are going solar or they're just trying to get off the grid by any means necessary because today I have a sum total of 13 and a half hours of load shedding. So that's 13 and a half hours with no power. No power. No power. And how common is this? This is not one day. This, this is, is not one day. This is like just today. Yesterday I had eight. The day before that I had twelve again. Like, if if you don't have a if you don't have the funds for a generator, you have and zero fucking opportunity to do anything with electricity. Like my my dad, like his gas, our gas to run the generator is like eight hundred rands a week. A week. A week. Bro, that's like. So for Europeans, this is like 20 euros. It doesn't sound like much, but for a month, 60, 80, 80 euros pretty much. For Now do that the whole year long, that starts getting into a Very expensive. For something that should be supplied by you. Yeah. Like, it's not like we are not paying for electricity. Oh, no, no, we're paying more. They're putting an 18% increased tariff on it. 18%, <laughs> yes. <laughs> 18% uh, we'll okay. is ridiculous, but it's a... Uh... No, but I mean, this this poses... This is why I'm happy I'm doing engineering, because this poses quite an interesting, I want to say, space where you can find solutions that... I mean, obviously, the big money is going to be made with the government, but the government don't really want to spend the big money because they like skimming off the top. That's what they always do. That's what they always do. I mean, I've got a lot of thoughts in my brain right now, but basically, what you need, what do you need to stay in power? You need to suppress the lower the people that want to stand up on you. Not really. You need to convince them, firstly, that you are good for them. And secondly, you have certain keys. You have your key individuals that help you get into power. You now, need to show you, you are valuable. You are yeah. a valuable asset to keep. Yes. Now, let's say let's say I hold a... Let's say it's feudal, back in the day, medieval England. I am a rival king and I go and kill the other king in a revolution. Now, I am king. I didn't become king alone. I had a bunch of people that I brought up with me. Now they are in positions of power. In order to keep them on my side, I need to give them a little something more to convince them that they stay on my side. But the more I give them, the less I can give to my kingdom and make it a good and prosperous place. Now what happened, Ooh. I think, in South Africa is the king, so the ANC were on Zuma. top. 
I would no, say not necessarily Zuma. Zuma. I just I I can't say the entire ANC because I don't know politics. No, well all enough. politics in the whole world, like. Granted, all politics have a bit of corruption in. There's no, always no, no, no. corruption. There's always going to be corruption. But not at least a little bit of corruption. Like, take your skim, skim take a bit off. Skim, but don't fucking pour out the bucket. <laughs> yeah, they literally take everything. No, no, they pour out the bucket and the drops are left. They're like, yes, good enough. Yeah, <laughs> good enough. You can survive. <laughs> so that's kind of what happened there, in my opinion. And now it's just kind of become like, oh, no, it's a bit rough yeah it's a bit bleak it's a what bit was bleak. the original question i kind of went on a side tangent there i was very excited to start talking about feudal kings i have actually no idea <laughs> <laughs> oh i remember okay so i was speaking about how this poses like interesting engineering challenges oh yes okay perfect so so this is like the ideal space where everything's gone to shit where i think engineers can come in and they can be like but it's with everything like that i think also with a, a shit economy when the economy is in the depression and everything is in bits and pieces that's when you can start making money i mean that's yeah that is when you can start making money i mean i remember so you yeah you obviously remember COVID times oh yeah right? and then there was a everything struggled especially yes. what what industry do you think struggled the most the most what is the one thing we could not have during COVID times conversation with people <laughs> no, i'm joking <laughs> i was thinking more practical alcohol but this was not everywhere i think this is a south african no, okay, thing well it's we a south have... african thing it's a south african thing right but we weren't allowed to buy cigarettes we weren't allowed to buy alcohol yes because if yeah, i'm not concerned with someone that's beside the point but um yeah we weren't allowed to have alcohol and so i decided as my first big step i pulled up my big boy socks pulled up my Lip, pants and i said my big step into the big world i'm going to buy distal sheds now distal is one of south africa's biggest alcohol suppliers i bought their shares a week before the alcohol sales reopened yeah i made 200 percent on that investment Woo! so you see you just need to look at where you can i want to say make a make a money move like what what is struggling or what do you think is going to have come up that's i mean kind of i think the it. people that made masks and like hand sanitizer banked the fuck out of that yeah Man, yeah, but, bro. It's not, but it's not sustainable no it's, it's not ki it's kind of like what's happening with the uae and all those um arabian countries with all their oil because the oil is going to run up at some point or we're going to move to like greener sources of energy and as soon as their oil runs out what are they going to do they don't have oil money left. They have, they have <laughs> camels. <laughs> they have camels. No, and Bentleys and Lamborghinis, but uh, they all need well, to sell well, that. Well, they're not going to have fucking petrol for their Bentley, so they're going to have camels. Beside <laughs> the point. <laughs> so, Everyone pulling up with camel. I I 100% see a dripped out camel being made by one of the kings. <laughs> like, exactly, like like just gold chain everywhere. <laughs> the clink, clink, clink. Like, you know that dress that Shakira wore when... Yeah, yeah she, <laughs> rest in peace, Shakira. She's in prison now. Beside the point, um, wait, what? Yeah, I don't know. I think it was a tax evasion. It's a really boring crime to Oh, okay, 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 okay. Like no, nothing, nothing juicy. I was, nothing I was waiting for like, what the fuck happened? No, 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 okay, Shakira, it is one hundred percent confirmed by me. <laughs> I am not a credible source. Do not take anything I say seriously. Shakira murdered thirteen children in the school. <laughs> 
this is like American news. Like, <laughs> this is so fucking fake. CNN. Yeah, yeah, CNN be fucked. <laughs> oh god. Okay, but um, where, where were we talking about? Fuck, I keep on forgetting. The uh, so no, but I actually have a comment on the Saudi Arabians running out of uh, like gas and stuff. Huh? So interesting enough, it also said like. Our biggest problem was we are going to run out, of, but like years ago, we're going to run out, out of like coal and petroleum and stuff like that. But we got smarter and more efficient with it. Yeah. We so more efficient. With it. So like, for example, uh, like a small car today mm-hmm. or back in the day would burn more fuel per gallon or per, I don't know, whatever you measure fuel usage as like it would burn more than a car today that is double the size you know we got more effective with using it so i mean if we can maybe get to the point where our green energy has like a sustainability it's like a Mm -hmm. constant inflow and it like you know helps the coal industry like you can still run with it though yeah you You can can still still run with with it but Okay, my opinion is we put all our little eggies in the nuclear fusion basket, but that is, that's probably another conversation. In terms of that, efficiency is great, but it has a limit. Like, uh, we did a thermodynamics, um, like a project where we had to design a power station. Ooh, it was pretty interesting. Yeah, that's what we awesome, It was man. just a fuck ton of math. That's all it was. <laughs> like, like I like I drew a few diagrams on AutoCAD and I was like, oh, this is really cute. How's this going to work? And then just trying to figure out, okay, how much heat is being transferred here? I just did everything with YouTube. Oh, okay. Like, okay. like I, no, I'm not, I'm not going to say how much I did with YouTube, but it was a lot inspired by YouTube. Now, beside that... <laughs> Um, well, yeah. Was it an Indian guy though? <laughs> was it, the, you know that? There was some Indian okay, guys. Okay, okay, okay. There were a few. They are always they reliable sources. <laughs> they are reliable sources. sources. They are always reliable sources. Everyone fucking cool ladders there. Meanwhile, I'm scraping by with a 50. Yeah! <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we did that and uh, I went to one of the professors just to go check what was it, how my project was looking and he's like, you've got an 82% efficiency rate. That's impossible. The most you're going to get is like 40. What? In reality, the most you're ever going to get out of like a thing. I, I, I'm speaking under a lot of correction. Here, yeah, but, yeah, but 40, no, it makes actually sense. Yeah. It's like it's around the 40, 50 range in terms of what you're putting in and what you're getting out. So efficiency only gets you so far. I mean, even the, the um, eco-friendly like solar and wind and stuff, it also has an efficiency limit. I mean, a, 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 comb- a combustion engine has like... 90% of its output gets actually, like 10% of it actually gets used, the other 90 yeah, the rest through is heat and noise and, and yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, like there's a lot of stuff being it's really lost. fucking inefficient. You know what's not inefficient? Tell me. Nuclear fusion. But this is, I feel this is a genius topic, but like nuclear fusion is genius, but it can be so dangerous. Not really, not as difficult as nuclear fission, where you split atoms apart. Because that's how. So how nuclear fusion is the combination of two. Nuclear fusion is basically atoms having sex. Ah, 
Do they make a lot of atom babies? They do. No, no, they don't make atom through, babies. They make electricity babies. <laughs> electricity yeah, babies. Yeah, they, they make. <laughs> well, they may probably make quark babies if you want to be really specific about it. But um, yeah, so uh, nuclear fission is a bad breakup, and then nuclear fusion is the coming back together, make up sex. Ah, okay, okay, yeah. So in basic terms. In basic terms. So I'm not sure why fission is more dangerous than fusion, but it has a lot, a lot higher chance of exploding. So, just like the crazy so bitch the you broke is, up with. So, so, <laughs> no, so with fusion, what you do is you basically take hydrogen. I think it's either tritium or deuteronium. So that means there's two neutrons and one proton, or three neutrons and one proton. Okay. You're, we had we had we yeah, are yeah, this is yeah this, uh, this is a standard different nucleus stuff. like the nu nucleus is like the center protons of and neutrons and then around it is your yeah. electrons. And there's yeah. still one electron everywhere. And then what you do is you heat that shit up. Okay. You heat it to like a few million degrees. And what do you get then? What is a lightning bolt made of? Electricity. No plasma. Okay. Plasma. Okay, Plasma. what? Okay. So, 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 states of matter go solid, table. Yeah. Liquid. Liquid. I, I wanted to spit on the floor, but I thought <laughs> no, don't spit on my floor. <laughs> liquid. That's 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 liquid. Then you got air, the stuff we breathe in, yeah, the nicotine we take in. That's besides <laughs> the point. And then the next phase, when you get it hot enough, is plasma. I don't know what plasma is. Yeah. It's that just, is so, so weird. So, yeah. so, so plasma is, I, I think, is basically just. Because as soon as you heat something up, the electrons and the neutrons and the protons, they just get really excited. They just like, <laughs> they start shaking. <laughs> they start shaking. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Building up a storm. Building up a storm. And at some point, they start shaking so much that they just kind of go, peace. And turn into plasma. And turn into plasma, where it's just like a, a whole flow. Now, this, this might be horribly incorrect. This is just maybe my. But this thing. this sounds so fucking awesome. I wish I like. <laughs> if this was scientifically correct, <laughs> like sign me up to the science. <laughs> yeah. And, and so the plasma gets heated to like a few million degrees. But the problem is, there's no material on Earth that can handle that. Like if you put a few million degrees to this house, the whole thing just goes. Disappears, yeah. Disappears, yeah. just disintegrates into ash. So they got really smart with really strong magnets. Whoa! So okay. so 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 they make an electromagnetic field with really strong electromagnets. You know, like you did the experiment where you run electricity through a yeah a thing with copper wire wrapped around. You can pick up some nails. But uh, yeah, and you also like create electric if you have just like that straight with the north pole and south pole yep. and you put like little metal pieces it forms like that yeah that yeah. Fucking, yeah something so, like that yeah so they get really smart with electromagnetic fields where they create a little loop-de-loop -loop, little ring you know like the frisbee thing we were talking about yeah earlier? they just create a little ring of plasma whoa yeah and then is this in fission this like, is fusion is this fusion this, this when they fusion. combine them so, okay so there's a few methods to do it i'm not sure what the names are i can't remember but the one that i'm the most interested in is basically they create two identical rings of plasma and then using magnets going off in a sequence so magnet 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 going off in sequence they smash those two together well, and then yeah. it gets heated to like tens of millions of degrees celsius how do the like magnets hold up in this or is it because it's a magnetic it's, it's because, field it's because that it doesn't it, it's like it's a magnetic field so it's not touching anything it's, it's just, just evaporates. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like uh, if i where's a 
And if I have some screws there and I just pull it towards me with a magnet, but they never touch the magnet, it doesn't touch it. It's yeah, like a, it's an imaginary force. It's basically what um, the, the Jedi would be, but they just do it with everything through magic. Yes. Took your face. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, yeah. So they hit this. They hit these two plasma rings. They hit and them do they, together. Do, does that produce the electricity? So what they or? want, so what they want is they want the hydrogen uh, atoms to smash together and to form helium. <clears throat> I think it's helium three. So when you smash oh, them so together, like an isotope. Yeah. So if you smash the okay. two together, because I mean that's oh, you, you can go way back with how like everything was originally hydrogen, and then hydrogen gas in the universe it all got pulled together into this little tight ball and then the ball started sucking into each other and then fusion happened what is it what, what powers the sun it isn't like hydrogen explosions it's like it's, 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 it's not it's, hydrogen explosions it's hydrogen fusing into other hydrogens forming helium and that releases that releases a fuck ton of energy so that is basically Whoa. you really want to make a mini sun on earth that is basically what we want to do with nuclear fusion yeah, okay, that's so, just a much smaller scale, a which is controllable, scale. okay. Yeah. yeah, so you smash the two together, and then they form helium, and then energy gets released in terms of particles just going everywhere. So that's the basic science. Please go watch, I think it's Real Engineering, they've got some good videos Ooh. on this, and Gus Kazakh, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but you probably know that channel. You know the one with the little animated birds and things in the box? No, I actually don't That's know fucking that. fantastic. Is it amazing? Good Go watch that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, the few, so yeah, basically that's what we want. Now the problem was <clears throat> it always took more energy for us to power the magnets than the energy that we would get out in terms of the explosion. Ah, but we got more efficient now. We got more efficient now. Oh, yes. So for the first time, we've actually made a net energy gain. So this means this technology is moving in the right direction. Thus I say, throw all your eggs into this basket. You think this is the next? I think, I mean, this is probably the next hundred years. This is probably going to be but no, but almost viable. Realistically, we don't have a hundred years more plus, hundred years plus more left, man. Like, well, I mean, that's where the other stuff are going to have to slack up so you could use something like bio um biofuels that could be pretty good where you just take <clears throat> like we've got a shit ton of cow farms in south africa yeah we have we have a lot of like farms what, 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 what do cows do a lot they release methane they release methane up the ozone layer yes well that they basically they're shit yeah they're pretty much now, why shit, don't we yeah. take that shit put it in a pile that shit takes that methane pumps it into an area where you can control or you can capture all the methane you burn that methane that methane drives a turbine turbine creates electricity but this is a, like this is a bit unrealistic how are you going to know when the cow is going to shit and how are you going well, to I catch well i mean it? if you go to like a dairy farm or something it could work obviously oh yeah because they keep them grazing. in those okay yeah but fucked up but they really keep them in very defined like very small spaces yeah, like I, I do apologize to all the vegans here but i'm I like meat. <laughs> All types of meat. <laughs> I've, even, I've even chased cows around on a farm. That was pretty fun. Do you, Bro, know, do you know how fun it is to have a, car, have a cow like charging at you full speed and you just stand there and you're just like, no. And the cow, well, keep in mind, I weigh about 60 to 70 kilograms. A cow weighs about 800 kilograms. So let's say 10 times as much as I weigh. That cow just goes, oh, fuck. 
nope, nope, this guy looks too big for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it gives you such a like, oh, I'm a man, I'm a man. <laughs> I would literally do like practical work in like the vest and mm-hmm. do like, so like the veterinarian would need to like do pregnancy tests on the cow. So he pretty much puts his shoulder up his ass, yeah, straight up. Like, <laughs> like this is just normal. You just squeeze it up in there, and uh, and then what? You just feel for a heartbeat. No, I, I would actually tell you, I like did this. This is really cool. This is really cool. But I would chase around cows, and I would feel like a kid again because you need to get them in like a row, mm. in like I don't know how to. So you have a crawl. What is a crawl in? Pretty a much pen. a pen. Yes, a place where you would put all the cows in, and you would put them in a straight row, mm. and so the they can be like rectal examination. And uh, I would like chase them, chase them in, bro. Funnest time <laughs> ever. You like you clap and then like you run around and like yeah, they they like they Dude, just move. That was, that was the funnest strategy game I've ever played in my life. Just chasing around cows because you have to be like okay. So if they go, if I stand here, then I leave too much space there. So I need to shift and back they, a little bit more there. And then, oh, I'm in the prime spot. And then they can be like, <laughs> no. Literally exactly how he explains. Like you can see which way the cow wants to run. So you like start moving that way. So he doesn't like fucking run past you and shit like that. It's no, it's. No, that's a lot of fun. No, but uh, back to the point, like you put your arm in like the cow's ass. And because the anus and the uterus are like, close to each other it's yeah. not the same channels but it's close to each other and if there's like a pregnant baby you can literally feel like the head and like everything like but you doesn't can... it like contaminate the baby because i'm assuming the inside of your body is a pretty delicate symbiosis equilibrium yes. of so, bacterias and stuff yeah now you're putting this foreign object mm. yeah obviously it's going to fuck it up but the thing is you're not putting your hand in the vagina which leads to where the baby is you put it in the ass where it's two different channels, man. You have like, you have the rectum and like the colon. So you're, you're working with, not intestines, but you'd never get in touch with the baby. You uh, only feel it through the membrane. Uh, you of feel the, it the membrane. Yeah. Yeah. That is interesting. How much hand sanitizer have you bought? <laughs> no, so you Do put you on the glove. Yeah, you just go like. Yeah, you put on glove, then you put some lube on. And then after a while, the shit's the worst part. And it's the worst thing I've ever put some lube on to stick your arm into your fucking cow's ass. No, no, I haven't ended yet. And then like after a while, the shit becomes the lube. <laughs> that is too far. That is a bit too far. <laughs> but it's so Nathan. I just need to ask, why did you decide to become a or to study veterinary sciences? So like, like I mentioned earlier, like. I actually would have done, I would have loved doing math, like yeah. math, and I would have made big bang, like straight up big bang. But I was like, does not fit my personality. I need no, to. No, you're not a math man. No, I you're can't way sit too, in a... you, You're way too interesting to be doing the books. <laughs> Bro, I can't see myself sitting in a box, you know, just <sighs> working the whole day on math. You know, at least I get like different doggies in with owners and. The thing is, the main thing, the main thing about veterinary, mm-hmm. you are working with the dogs, but your main business is the humans. Mm, so you need to impress the humans by acting like you work well with the dogs, or actually working well with the dogs. Guys, so this is I have like this uh, metaphor. Is it a metaphor? I yeah, would say it's a metaphor. a metaphor. Yeah, 
But I I see like, you know, veterinary, a lot like cutting someone's hair. Okay. Okay, right. So I, I, I just I just went for a haircut so I can yeah 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 okay accurate this. I will I will tell you exactly how it is. All right. You care. You go to I go to a certain barber for two reasons. Yeah. He gives me good conversation mm. and he makes me look fresh as fuck. That that is the two things I want when I leave my barber. Yeah. When you take your dog to the veterinary, yeah. what you want is you want someone to take good care of your dog. Mm. And you want to be able to put trust in them so they will look after your dog. Yeah. You know? Makes it's sense. the same with you go to the barber and you put enough trust I in him. I put enough trust in him not to fuck up my head. This was a new guy I went to. He did pretty well. Yeah, it looks, it looks But nice. um, he was one of the quiet types. Oh. I, I've, I've only ever met one or two barbers who I actually had a pretty good chat with. The one guy basically told me his entire life story at this point. <laughs> like, like, he told me how he was arrested because he had blue lights under his bike and that's apparently impersonating a police officer. <laughs> he somehow ended up with the keys of the guy's car who was killed outside Mystics. The guy was just punched and he died. And then this, he got the this keys. barber somehow ended up with the dead guy's keys. Like, I don't know, the dude's just fucking interesting. I like cutting my hair with him. So I was putting it off because I just, I, yeah, I was putting it off because I'm like, I want to go back to him. I want to hear more shit. But yeah. yeah, I was just getting a bit unruly. I just had to. Uh, no, yeah, no, but I mean, I think veterinary is the same with that. Like, mm. it sounds fucked up to compare a living animal to your hair, but like, obviously it's different, but I that's how think, I, I, I see it as bad. I think most businesses are like that. Like, you want to. I mean, why do you go to, well, let's just say Woody's? Because you trust that the food's going to be better than Checkers. Yes, and it is. Fucking is. There's nothing better than Woody's. It's, a, it's for, expensive. For, uh, it's more expensive, though. It's it lot is more expensive, but you trust the food enough that you are willing to sacrifice that money. Now, in terms of veterinary sciences, you want to have your clients trust you enough that you can shoot the price through the roof and be like, yes, no, your, your dog has a little itchy throat. I'm going to give them a spray. That'll be $3,000. <laughs> this is sometimes, I say this is like the stereotypical like veterinary thing because veterinaries are fucking expensive. Fuck expensive. They're so expensive. You pay so much money for your dog. Like, I just want to have a happy little puppy and now I need to pay 3,000 random medical bills because he bit a bee or something. Yeah, literally. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. But... The main reason why uh, I wanted to do vet is mm -hmm. because I knew I wanted to do medicine and yeah. like some shit in my life happened that I was like, yeah, fuck medicine. I'm not doing medicine. I'm doing veterinary. And or did you see blood or did you see? Oh. Can I? Okay. This was one of the main reasons. Okay. Okay. This is, this is going to be a little bit deep, but this was exactly what fucking put me off on medicine. Oh yeah. So me and my dad were on our way to watch the new Endgame, the Avengers Endgame. Yeah, yeah it just got released. We were going to the movies yeah, to watch it. And I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. And we were driving and it was like, I don't know. It was in the Vesrand. We needed to watch it. So, yeah. you know, it's already getting a little bit more dodgy. dodgy. Yeah, a little bit more it's dodgy. <laughs> and we were on this road. And we didn't see the accident happen. Yeah. But we just arrived and we were the first on site. So it was three guys, like, drunk as shit. I just wanted to go watch my movie, but they, they were drunk as shit. We stopped out, we climbed out. The guy hit, like, I don't know, literally just a sandbank. 
it's completely off the road. Yeah. Anyway, because we were the first guys there, we needed to like help and shit like that. Guy gives me like gloves and stuff. Pretty much what I needed to do. Oh, so the paramedics was, gave you gloves. And stuff. Yeah, not not paramedics. They just had like a box of like medical. Medicals. Yeah, yeah like no paramedics medical. at all yet. And they gave me like gloves, and they were like, "Yes, keep this guy alive." So this guy, his skull was cracked open, bro. I needed to keep his skull intact and like talk with him, talk with yeah, him. Yeah, just make sure that he stays conscious. Yes, because as soon as he like, Lose he would drop in and out of consciousness and I would ask you, hey, 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 hey cool. yeah, 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 literally. Like, terrible shit, terrible shit. Dude, that's fucking horrific. Yeah, and then uh, all of them stupid drunk. But anyway, so then we went to go watch the movie. I was pretty much fucking traumatized like the first yeah, hour of the movie. Yeah, it was pretty intense. And then it like hit me. Like, the main reason why I don't want to do medicine mm -hmm. is because people are stupid. People, yeah. the most damage that gets done on animals is probably human-related. Yeah. The most damage done on, on humans are by humans. Yeah, Even like, through like, their own like action. The, like the most intense, I want to say, worst parts, like a skull falling out or stuff like that like obviously cancer and stuff but that's not really by humans but the horrific stuff that you like have nightmares about <laughs> yeah. that shit's done by humans Fuck. yeah i mean humans go out they drink way too much they climb in the car get in an accident they have guns they feel unsafe they shoot other people yeah tell me what dog is pulling up with a glock in like a random block and just shooting other dogs. Like, where is this happening, bro? Where is this happening? There's no way, because dogs are good vibes. Yeah. Like, they're too dumb for it, but that's fine. Yeah, they oh, but they, they just chilling, though. And that was like one of the main reasons why I was like, yeah. Yeah, I could, uh, I could rather work <clears throat> in medicine, but rather with things that won't actively go out of their way to do stupid things to them. Yes. Yes. I'm pretty certain there are some dogs that do that, though. But they are taught by humans, like, like, think about, like, dog, uh, mm -hmm. dog, you know, when they put, like, two dogs in a cage and they, like, fight oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like that. This is literally just in, like, done by humans because they train their dogs that this is what they should do with other dogs. That's a bit fucked up. Yeah, I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. So, that was, like, one of the main reasons, but, yeah, I still think humans are pretty fucking dumb fucking we are animals. Dumb. We are really dumb are species, dumb. man. But we somehow ended up on top of the food chain. I mean, uh, we, are, we are dumb, but we're smart. But we're not, we're not, we're not smart with our smartness. Let's call it that. Like, we're too smart for our own good sometimes. I, I don't know where I heard this once, but this was like, whoa, this actually made so much sense. Mm -hmm. So humans... We are in this uncomfortable period at the moment, you know, where we are, we are not monkeys anymore swinging in trees looking for the next banana. Mm. So we are, we are not dumb so that we can like, we are dumb enough to just make anything like go. Yeah. But we are not smart enough yet. We are not advanced enough as a species to be at the point where we have figured everything out. Yeah. You know? They, they I'm pretty sure somewhere in our future, maybe with combination of technology and all this shit, 
our brains will get to the point where humans will just be geniuses, but beyond God. yes, gods. But yeah, I mean, now we are in this middle point where I would, we like I would say we are too smart to our own. Group. So this is not from me. This is from YouTube channel <coughs> Exurbia. Humanity is kind of in its adolescence of godhood at this point. So the lessons of his body, that makes sense, yes. So we passed our infancy, that was like the renaissance, where we, oh, the renaissance was probably like when we were eight years old or something. <laughs> yeah, just and then, that's, uh, the first time we bashed a rock to a stick, <laughs> that was our baby phase. And then we slowly progressed, so I think we're in like, in our adolescence now, where we've kind of figured out who we want to be, but we still need to refine that process and still figure out like, what are the specifics going to be, what am I really going to stand for, etc, etc. Yeah. Do you think like it will actually get better or like yeah because i don't think no, we I'm gain a... much wisdom i don't think like you like you say we are in our adolescence phase mm. phase but i think once you get I to mean, the phase where you know I, I recently watched a video on like 15 technologies that will change the world and i mean the fact that there are 15 with each of them having a substantial argument for being able to change the world. By today's standard, I don't think that seems like a lot. If you went to the Renaissance or to the Dark Ages and you told them, listen here, I am going to give you steam power. The steam power is going to enable uh, faster travel. Faster travel is going to be able to get better productions and stuff. They would have been like, what is this witchcraft? Yeah, what are you talking about? What are about? you talking about? You crazy motherfucker. I just want to poke a guy with a stick. Like, that's all I want to do. So, the fact that we are, I want to say, firstly, excited about new technologies happening. So, my favorite from the list. So, how? What, what's the best way to get to space we have at the moment? Get to? Space. Space. By a rocket. A big fuck of rocket ship. <laughs> now, we want to change that big fuck of rocket ship. With little le petit fuck of rocket ship. So how are we gonna okay. do it? Okay. Put like small humans. Making small rockets. So the problem, the problem with rocket flight at the moment is the amount of fuel on a rocket is far larger than any payload that could ever be carried by a rocket. Ah. Okay. So what this company, I think, is called Spin Launch. I don't know if that gives you any idea of what what it's about. It's a pretty cool. It's a pretty cool company. So basically, what they do is they have this huge circular almost track. They create a vacuum within that track. They have an arm that rotates at a ridiculous speeds, like ten thousand kilometers an hour. Yeah. And then that thing, as soon as it reaches terminal velocity, just shoots the rocket into space. Like it just throws it. Yeah. Basically, we're using kinetic energy, which is the most I, th I think it's the best form of energy in my opinion because it doesn't hurt anyone. It doesn't yeah, have, it's like chemical energy. It kind of fucks up the environment. Um, kinetic energy, though, like just moving things around. If I just slide that there, no, kinetic energy is like the energy that it is there, but it looks like it isn't there. Yeah, like, no, no, it's, it's such an ingrained part of our. I want to say just daily life, like kinetic energy. Kinetic energy. Everything is just kinetic energy. So, using Isn't that, that moving energy, kinetic means moving. Ah, yes. Okay. So, potential. I'm thinking about potential energy. Yeah. Sorry, not kinetic. So, for this thing to happen, because I mean, you can have a lot, you can still have the same payload in terms of 
what you want to get to space in terms of satellites or repairing equipment or whatnot. But you need to have so, so much less fuel because you are spinning it around in a vacuum, which means no air resistance or practically no air resistance. So that thing can go super fast, shoots out, goes into space, gets halfway, three quarters of the way there, and then just needs the last bit of push of like rocket energy, just of chemical energy, just to get into the out of the atmosphere. Yes. And it's. What was the numbers? I think it was like half a million dollars for one rocket launch which sounds expensive but just think of a normal rocket launch just how much the fuel will cost for that thing just how much the fuel will cost that must be upwards of 10 million millions dollars. yeah millions, 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 millions. Yeah. this thing does it for half a million per launch that's just predicted but i find that so fucking cool and I mean, the thing that enabled this technology is a bunch of other technologies coming together. And you instance. don't have that much emission if I... No, you have, yeah. you have practically no emission from the machine. Obviously, you need electricity to get the thing to spin around, but they're using solar for that but anyway, I, yeah. so you have no emissions. I mean, look at like your common rocket, man. <laughs> you just see... Dude, you just see... Fire! <laughs> Fire! <laughs> Like that cannot be good for the fucking environment, Ozai, man. Ozai would be creaming his pants if you saw that. <laughs> Your fire lord Ozai. Mm. I have no idea what this reference is. Dude, but... have you not watched Avatar: The Last Airbender? Bro, my brother is watching this at the moment. Your brother bro. has the best taste in the fucking world. That is the best show in the world. Yeah, it is uncontent. No, second best show in the world. Star Wars: The Clone Wars original series. Better. The Cartoon Network is my favorite series of all time. I, I have a weird, like, I think Simpsons. The Simpsons? Bro, I love, like, that is Matt Golding. A anything oh, from Matt Golding? Which era of The Simpsons? Okay, it depends. Like, mid-series. Because, mid -series. like, yeah, because the start was still, like, you know, they didn't catch the same drift. If I, okay, I wouldn't okay, say, like... So, so they haven't gotten into their stride yet. Yes, but where, like, the end got more, more like, re not realistic, but... You know, they just... No, they just ran out of ideas. After a point, like, how much episodes no, can, can you make, make, bro? Like, and each one is, like, independent, pretty much. Yeah, like, like all of them have their own self-contained little story. There's no building arcs or anything. Like, it's just... There's no storyline. It's just, yeah. Hmm. It's kind of like Top Gear. Top Gear. Yes. Dude. Talking... You, you love your cars. You um, love your I, cars. I, I, I enjoy cars... They're not the most interesting thing in the world to me. I'm not going to lie. Like, cars are cool, but after doing a semester of thermofluid dynamics, I have no interest in learning how an engine further works. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know my car gets me from point A to point B. Uh, okay, I love my car. I have a Mitsubishi Pajero. Yeah. But it's crack expensive on fuel. Yeah, yeah, but it's a big car. It's a big car. Though. I mean, it's not. Like, it's not even that big. It's a two-door one. But the car is so good. <laughs> Like, like you, you see it from the outside and you're like, damn, that's a, that's a small car. You get on the inside and you're like, what the fuck? What in the Harry Potter happened here? Like, there's just space everywhere. But yeah, no, and then like, I like having a 4x4 because I can just go wherever I need to want to go. I don't have to stress about, okay, no, I'm going to get a flat. Yeah, I might. No, there's no problem like Like, that. me and Liam were on, you know, rocking the daisies. Yes. I was rocking the daisies. Dude, that was a, oh, that was a whack time. All the whack time. So on our way there, like we were apparently the only people of the multiple thousands that were going to Rocking the Daisies 
that did not get the memo, do not use Google Maps. Google Maps cannot find this place. What? How does Google Maps not find it? Apparently only ways work. <laughs> but we were the only people not to know that. So we go down these sketch like I'm literally driving through a pluckish cup at this point. And then we get to like the bushes and then there's like so some really loose sand and all of a sudden I'm gonna just fucking go for it. You just feel the back you just going out and, going, <laughs> and you bring it back and it goes back. There. Oh, that's the best fun I've ever fucking had. I don't... Okay, I'll, I'll rephrase your statement. I don't fucking love cars. I fucking love driving. Ooh, okay. But that's why you're so big into F1 and stuff. Ah, oh, dream job, dream job. Fuck this engine. I want to be a racing driver. I want to be a racing driver. I want you to strap me to that death machine. Get me in there. Focused on the steering wheel. Oh, oh my god dude have you ever driven go-karts with me i have never driven go-karts with you you should but yeah oh, no, no you shouldn't i should you shouldn't i, I would beat your ass no i'm joking was, <laughs> I, won't, was, I won't so, so my favorite one of my favorite things to do is okay well the least favorite thing to happen when you're driving on a go-kart track is you go to a public one and there's just some random kid that gets thrown up into your section yeah okay kid's like 12 he doesn't really know how to drive so now he's, he's blocking, blocking the fucking him. now he's blocking the fucking traffic now my strategy for that scare him enough times that whenever he realizes you're behind him he just fucks out of the way whoa because like okay. how would you scare him would you just all like all right, all right. So, so 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 imagine <laughs> imagine imagine there's a sharp corner to the right and then you've got a sharp corner or a sharp corner to the left and then a sharp corner to the right Kid is purpuring along. You fly full speed, round his outside, get in front of him just in time that he thinks he's going to make the corner so that he goes, holy shit, where did you come from? <laughs> and you do it two more times and that kid will stay out of your way for the entire race. That makes sense. No, I'm You sound like a bully on the field, though, I'm not on the track. <laughs> like, you can attest, I'm a very nice guy, generally speaking. Generally speaking. If you put me behind a racing car and you tell me to win someone else, there is no punch being pulled. There is nothing stopping me from beating your ass, getting first to that line. That is what I love about driving is that like internal competition of you seeing the guy in front of you and be like, yeah, fuck you. I, need to get <laughs> I got him. your <laughs> ass. Yeah. Get him. yeah. <laughs> no. So yeah, I, I particularly enjoy driving go-karts and we recently got a, uh, you know, those steering wheel things you can get for an Xbox. Yeah. Oh, oh damn! Shit out of that. What 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 have you been playing? I was just playing the F one game. The F one game is the only one that was free. <laughs> You're too broke. No, yeah. yeah. Students are too broke to buy games, broke. bro. <laughs> oh, dude, no. I spent three hundred grand on Far Cry Five, and I was like, oh, what am I doing? Oh no, I spent around six. What am I doing? Yeah, dude, that game is so much fun. Bro, I wish I, I never got into video games though. That's that okay. is one thing that Dude, I never could have done. completely fine. Like, I'm generally not very much into video games. But as soon as you give me the opportunity, I will sit down and run to that screen for 13 hours and not do anything else. So it's not sustainable. I really enjoy video games, but it's not healthy. So I'm leaving the Xbox at home here when I'm going back to studies. Yeah, I otherwise cannot. you're not studying shit. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to study jack shit. I'm not going to have a social life. I'm just going to be... <laughs> <laughs> see my thing is i get bored really easily mm. so for me to actually be able to sit down and watch like movies and it's like series a series and yeah i need to be high <laughs> 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 i 
Here we go. Couldn't we, say we, it. We've finally gotten to the weed. I'm yeah, couldn't say it more straight. Couldn't say it more. That is exact. Because I need like that mental edge to just take me off and just be like, yeah, yo, I can just chill here and just look at something and it'd be entertaining. You know? I kind of forget that. Was that, do you have ADHD? Was it fine if I asked that question? No, I actually don't have ADHD. Really? I think. I, well, I don't know. I've never been diagnosed with it. But I have like... And I think I have pretty okay focus. Yeah, like I can focus. Like as far as you start working on something, that's yes. fine. Yeah, I, I just... Just sitting down and looking at like this story. Like this, if the storyline doesn't like catch Great. me, yes. It needs to get me fucking hooked in. Otherwise... Bro, yeah, I am watching there's that. There's no point. There's no point. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm just pretentious, so I don't like wasting my time with bad things. So I just look what's good on the internet, and then I just watch that. And even, like, the shit that, that's good on the internet, like, yeah, that's Dude, not... watch Avatar. Avatar will keep you entertained. Avatar sucks! The new Avatar sucks! The new movie. No, the movie... Okay, yeah, but this Avatar... Yes, this... I would love to watch the new... The, the, the... Cartoon Avatar. The cartoon Avatar. I'm talking the about the... Airbender. Yes. You're talking about the way of water. Yes. Or as I call it... <gasps> just fucking breathing. The whole time. <laughs> Jeez. That, I swear that's the, that's the entire point of the movie. No, it's not. But that's all I got from it, really. No, yeah, that's all you... It was three and a half hours. It was three and a half hours of just bullshit. So, flexing how good the CGI has gotten. That's that is three and a half hours of flexing. Yeah. (laughs) So I have huge appreciation for that because I'm a. I wouldn't say I'm a movie buff, but I do enjoy storytelling quite a lot, and I'm a very big fan of let's call it animation slash CGI being used to amplify stories to what you couldn't tell in reality. But they are starting to do that a lot more. I think yeah. I think they integrate that a lot more. Making... Yeah, sometimes it's a sometimes I think it's used as a crutch because there's there's a running gag where you film something, it's mediocre. We'll just fix it in post. Oh. But they say we'll just fix it with CGI or something later on. But ugh, that's lazy. You don't want lazy writing. So yeah, I have huge appreciation for firstly how just how good the water looks because most of it was made. By CGI. Do you know how hard it is to create accurate looking water? Like, like think of fire. Also, I would say, like any fire is diff. See, the thing is, is fire kind of you can get standard patterns for it to move around, and obviously you need to put a lens flare on it because it's like very bright and it's going to distort the camera, uh, camera's ability to take in light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But water's got a mind of its own. Like if I. I'm not really gonna do it, but if I like, other people can see. But like, if I move this around, there's no way a computer can predict what the water is going to do. Yeah, like it has to. I, I, I don't we even have, know. Yeah, how to so, so water movement. This was like this is straight up physics shit. But you have laminar and turbulent. Ah, oh, laminar flow. Do you know about this? I'm a bit of a nerd, bro. Oh, I study. You do, you do your, your little deep dive. <laughs> no, we actually needed to. We actually had biophysics and stuff for like. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, for the first. For is the flow period. in my vein laminar or turbulent? Turbulent. No. Surely. Surely it's laminar. Surely it's turbulent. Because, okay, this is why I. Okay. Come on, let's just give him. Let's just let everyone know what turbulent is. Okay, yeah, so laminar and. 
if you, I'm pretty sure you can find like a video on like YouTube or something of like this perfect, beautiful, like just stream of water just flowing. Yeah. And that's laminar flow. Laminar flow is after, so I think they call it the Reynolds number or yep, something. Reynolds like, yes. Number. Oh my fuck. Oh, I have it pulling it close. So like anything under that, like auto, like under a certain velocity, your blood flow will just stay straight. Okay. It, it wouldn't like form, it would go, but it wouldn't form like these tornadoes like we talked about mm. the wing. But turbulent flow is after certain impact, like certain amount of velocity, it is unpredictable. The predictability of water. Yeah, you, you have like millions and millions of millions of water particles yeah. just chilling there. And then how are you going to predict? Maybe one feels like, oh, well, I'm going to the left. So and then psh, there's there's you have that. tornado. Yeah? There's, there's the movement of water thing. If I go for a dive in your swimming pool, how are my clothes going to look when I get out? Soaking wet. It's going to be soaking wet. How do you make something that is dry when you shut it look wet? You add water. No, no but like in post-production with CGI, how do you do that? No idea. No idea, exactly. So that's why it's so like Whoa, difficult. Yeah, that what? No idea. Yeah, how do yeah, they? Yeah. So that's like why I have huge appreciation for what they did. The, the story was, the beginning was really interesting. I was on board for a whole like a guerrilla warfare operation thing. Them just fucking up the new city that's coming on. The water stuff was cool, but it got a bit long, a bit really long. Three and a half hours long. Three and a half hours long, and. I know it's like supposed to be native stuff, but it just irritates the cock out of me. <laughs> the mom that screams like she doesn't cry, she just yells. <laughs> I, I don't know why Hollywood insists on having like female characters just be these extremely over dramatic versions. Like they're always verbally just shouting every emotion that they have. Like, no. Women don't really act like that, I've found. No, no. They're generally quite normal, could you think? Like, they react to situations not by going... <laughs> ah! maybe they no, react, they don't maybe, do that. They maybe, they, do that. maybe they react by, like, crying or feeling sad or not looking yelling. for a hug or something yeah. like that. Like, shit! The, yeah, no, but the storyline was also pretty average for me. Yeah, pretty no, 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 average like, for like me. Like it was a pretty. I don't know. The internet's quite opinionated. Or... But I think the internet's opinion almost shapes other people's opinions. Oh, if no. it makes sense. Dude, dude, I am candidate number one. What is the one common denominator of everything I have said today? No. Not a single opinion was mine. I got everything from someone else on YouTube. <laughs> no, but this is actually like with every word you also say, like a lot of the things that we actually get heard and like talk about mm -hmm. is actually stuff you hear about in your environment. Yeah. And that, we just copycats. Yeah, we're just we, smart, we smart enough just, to copy everything we say. Smart enough to copy all the things that we think is interesting. And where do you think they got it from? Um, they didn't just grab it out of there. They also... I heard it from yeah. They heard it from someone. Maybe, maybe, maybe a certain someone came down and whispered. Hey, you want to hear something cool? <laughs> hey, you want to hear something cool, brah? <laughs> you can take atoms and you can smash them together 
I know, right? That's fucking awesome. <laughs> and that is how they figured it out. That's how they figured it out. Like, God just came down and he was like, hey, what's up? <laughs> what's up, dog? Yo, been a long time. Been, well, I was like, been chilling. Been chilling. <laughs> no, Johnson. So this is actually, okay, I'm going to, we're already on an hour and a half. I'll make this the last, I have a, actually have a real question for you. Okay. Regarding like, I don't know if engineering and shit has anything to do with the pyramids at all. <laughs> at all. Yeah, it's technically. Surely there must be somehow like. Dude, any problem has engineering related to it. How, how do they make that flower pot? Yeah, it is. The like, problem like, like, with no solution. That is my that is my so, problem with so the pyramids. What probably happened? Because because this is the the Egyptians had. They weren't probably called engineers, but they were probably engineers and then they figured out a way that we are not smart enough to figure out now same with like greek fire do you know what that was no so the greeks invented like uh, extremely hot petroleum i'm not sure if it's petroleum based but just some sort of extremely hot burning substance that they used to throw onto enemy ships and that thing will just fuck up the entire ship like if you watch game of thrones no i'm one of okay. the small population For all of those who have right? watched game of thrones imagine Battle of Blackwater Bay, but just with red fire. That's basically what Greek fire was. So it was just an all-consuming inferno. We have no idea how they made it. Same with another kind of steel that they used to make swords out of. Like, it's lighter, stronger, it sharpens better. We have no idea how they did it. In, in South America, <clears throat> there's like this certain type of, type of ground mm -hmm. called uh, Terra Preta. We still... Terra Preta, yeah, that is, it's like this black soil. Mm -hmm. Now, in sure the volcanoes are involved, but it's black. No, just, just continue. <laughs> but so you have in like the Amazonians, the ground there is not really fertile. Mm -hmm. It's not the most fertile ground. Now these people, now yes, it is to do with like charcoal or something. Yeah. But we still have no idea how these all tribes would like be able to integrate charcoal into the ground and make it as fertile as it was. And these people could build agriculture out of this world from this random type of, you Such know? Such a shame that knowledge was lost. Such a shame the Spanish decided to invade. Such a shame. Yeah, Such a shame. Spanish. No, not even the Spanish. It's the whole Europe. The whole Europe just Dude, conquered. We, we proto-Europeans. Oh, no, no. What's what, what? not proto? Pro I'm just going to say preto. No? Proto is past, right? Yeah. Pro. So the prologue is before. Yes. The epilogue. Okay. Epilogue. We 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 epi Europeans. If after Europe, we past Europeans. <laughs> yeah. Because like we went there, we came down, we had our, our ancestors were like, yeah, the weather's nice, and they stayed. Yeah, literally, the weather is fucking nice. It's amazing. No. Or they were. I think. I think some of my ancestors were criminals, and they just wanted to get away. <laughs> 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 that's one way of saying it. <laughs> that's one way of saying it. So, um, yeah, but, no, what, but what, I, what I realize now in this conversation is like most of, I want to say, the smart things we have now, we would not have if we did not have access to those previous parts of knowledge. It sounds quite obvious, but that Greek fire example or the pyramids, there's no documentation of how they did it. So we have no idea. But there was documentation of someone figuring out chemistry or the periodic table that's we're able to use that knowledge 
we won't, we won't be able to come up with it ourselves. Like, I don't think there's any form of new idea. There's only ideas that build on previously built ideas. And if we have no idea where the previous idea came from, we have nothing to build upon. Yeah, because I think like even the hieroglyphs, like they, they state something, but we still have no actual idea how they would do anything like that. Because you know I'm what, really... we'll, just, we'll just go for the obvious answer. It was aliens. They came down, they pulled up their matter magifier, they aimed at a very tall sand dune, and they were like, you! Pyramid. Pyramid. <laughs> Just Carmen was like, yes, I like this. <laughs> now, because I'm reading a book at the moment, it's called The Twelfth Planet. Okay. Literally, this whole, it's like, supposedly, it sounds like a made-up story. You know, like, the, you listen to the back, the guy's like, yeah, they might be like a 12th planet that we don't know about that like brought aliens here and that, that is how humans were created. Where and I'm like, bro. the solar system does it fit? At the end? Yes, after Pluto. Okay. After Pluto. And, uh, but, so. Isn't there just a massive asteroid belt? Yeah, that's also what I think. I think like with the Hubble telescope and all shit like that, surely we would have figured out like, this like James Webb just went up. James Webb is like, James Webb is supposed to see. Okay, I just quickly want to say how cool James Webb telescope is, right? So yes, to James Webb, yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah, it's so, so huge. It is it is precise enough. If you took, uh, like your bed lamp, and you keep next to your bedside, you put it on the moon, and you try and see your bed lamp from here to the moon. That is how faint the stars are that James Webb is picking up. Whoa. Whoa. So it is looking like right at the origin, like right where the universe started, where those first stars... Because remember, the stars we're looking at now, they're all dead. Yeah. They're all long gone. We're seeing past remnants. Like, we are literally looking into the past every time we look up. Because the light is still traveling. Like, the only future we have, or the only present, is the present that you have. Every other... And that's the past, that's the past, and then obviously what awaits is the future. Yeah. And that we don't know. No, that we don't know. So don't stress about it. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, so this book, like, I know, I still don't know how you can not know that there's this planet, but this book, like, depicts, like, the Sumerian culture. So this is pretty much the region. Where are they based? This is, like, it's between the Tigris River, it's, like, the Tigris River and another river somewhere in the Saudis. Okay. Near, they call it the Near East. The Near East. The okay. Near East. So, okay, like, I can imagine on a map. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the Near East, like in the Saudis and stuff, close to Israel. And uh, these people were crazy. You can't compare. I'm talking about before Christ. I'm talking yeah. about you are finding buildings, not just small buildings, but these incredible structures built. 3,800 before Christ. Wait, wait, 3,800. This is 5,000 years ago. This is... So wait, did they prove that with carbon dating? This is... Okay. This is why this book is so awesome. Okay. So they take the Old Testament, right? Yeah. And this guy takes like one of the original copies of the Old Testament. Not anything touching the Old Testament is my nightmare. <laughs> beside the point. <laughs> and this guy runs through like the stories and everything. Mm-hmm. And certain names and uh, places and cities and stuff. Yeah. And they literally, instead of seeing it as a story, mm-hmm. 
They take it as pure fact. And they start finding all these connections within this testament of, they go to like this old town, and it's not the same name anymore, and through different books, like the Greek will call it one name, the Romans yeah, the Sumerians will call it one name, and all these different like civilizations would call it different things, but it's the same, same place, town. it's the same, it all correlates, it's yeah. amazing, you, you not even just in that of the start of our civilization and stuff, I mean, you also see it in like Buddhist texts and stuff. Mm. Me and my roommate, we went, uh, I'm not sure which episode this is. I think it's six. It's with Rizvan. We go through like Rama Shetu. This is like a Buddhist story and epic and stuff okay. about like these gods and stuff. And it's this huge bridge that got in the story that got built by monkeys that linked India to Sri Lanka. Monkeys, wink, wink, homo sapiens. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all just, this is all just speculation and yeah. stuff. But they actually went to this Ram Shetu. Mm -hmm. You can see it on like Google Maps or on like satellite images of that area. And they're like, whoa, this is pretty man-made, you know? <laughs> That's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty man-made. How did this happen? Yeah. And uh, not just from Buddhist books, I'm talking about straight up out of the Bible, they pull out these like texts and stuff of all these cultural cu cultures that lived so long ago. Yeah. And I sit there and I'm like, whoa, this is a bit fucking crazy, man. Yeah, this seems like a, an interesting lead to maybe go. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, stick your nose up, go see what it sniffs. Yeah, and, not, and we are starting to sniff it up, man. Ah. You're going to see the history books are going to change very soon. We have like in, in create, like we have amazing uh, geologists, is it called that? But people that study the land and shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Randall Carlson, Graham Hancock. Graham Hancock wrote uh, The Fingerprints of the Gods. Okay. Amazing book. Amazing okay. book. Same as, as this 12th planet. And these guys are like, yo, our idea of how old the human race is, is really much shorter than we have any idea of there was apparently like a huge flood like you know the you know so the like story the Moses thing the Moses thing yeah like legit apparently legit apparently wow, you can find like making jokes then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you I also look back and I'm like wow my bible studies <laughs> they might have fucked me on this one <sighs> no and uh it's crazy shit. It's crazy shit. And it's, and this book, it says it's like, you see, like the main point why he wants to say it's mm. aliens and shit is because out of nowhere, we had like this very, you know, the Boosmans, the Sunsun that run, that the Koi Koi, yeah. they run in the field. They, yeah, they very nomadic lifestyle. lifestyle. Yeah, nomadic. Yeah. And out of nowhere, we start building huge agriculture buildings building huge like structures and everything in the span of a few years bro not thousands of years a few years like this amazing like build up of civilization from the sumerians mm. is like you can't compare it really see i like to to think of our history as being just like not a game of level up i guess but 
We started in Africa and then people were like, I'm sick of the sun, let's go somewhere else. And then they find a place really cold and they're like, well, it's not sunny. Some of us might stay here. And then to adapt there, they had to change a bunch of different things. Then get thicker clothes, drink thicker more clothes, alcohol. Drink, drink more alcohol, <laughs> build thicker walls, kill wolves for their skin, shit like that. Then the wolves were like, hmm, you know what, they got some good looking food on our fire. Just, just... Get that away. That sounds good. And then they and they change the walls. And then other people were like, you know what? I'm sick of the cold. I want to get some sun again. And they go searching somewhere, somewhere, and they find some really good land. And they see, oh, look how cool this thing is growing. What if I what if I take this and put it there? Oh fuck! It starts growing again. Well, what if I just do a whole field of this shit? And then agriculture starts. And then they can say, oh okay, well I don't have to hunt for food anymore. I can just grown on my own so I can go make more babies and so they have more sex and more people come around and then it's just kind of a whole little thing in the bob of humans just slowly going oh but I want something better I want something better I want something better you, you, you sound like that you know that domino when you kick over the first one and, and just it just <laughs> and it's just like that yeah. with our accomplishments <laughs> you know so this, this is why I don't smoke anymore <laughs> like I'm fine to chat about this shit sober if I go, if I get high, then my brain just kind of short circuits. I just kind of. Keep, how can you process just, this shit? Dude, no, I, I'm fine with keeping up, but I can see my audience isn't keeping up, and then my <laughs> brain gets really insecure, and it's like, no, no, maybe I should just keep quiet and not tell them anything more about my intrusive thoughts. Guys, I'm pretty sure you would not be able to hear. Keep up with half the shit I say, because most of the time I'm either drunk or high doing this podcast. But you seem sober today. I'm very sober. Hey, I'm very. I have shot like three sober ones, and it's like good and shit. I just get real anxiety before starting oh, to shoot it. Makes sense. Because like and you take that, that, you drink like the first beer of someone, and then all that just disappears. Dude, you know, no, it's just the confidence thing for me. Like I remember when I was doing mine, and you were particularly nervous before you went. Ah, I was fucking nervous, man. I was fucking nervous. I was fucking nervous. Is there anything I need to prepare? Is there anything I need to need to think about? Anything that I need to like, or do you want to talk about? I'm like, and the 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 thing he gave me, he gives me a whiskey. <laughs> he gives me. It was like Jack Daniel's honey or something. Oh, something like that. that. Oh, Tennessee Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah something like, like that. Something. Fuck, that shit's good. Yeah, you gave me one of those and like I felt a lot better exactly. about it. It was it was just a build up anxiety, but yeah. No. Like I've done okay, this is this is some extreme bragging coming out. I've done twenty five podcasts, which it's not a lot, but it's not ten. No, it's more than it's so, more than the average. I'm past double digits at this point. And like it's just the confidence of you walk in, you go and chat, you've done this before, you know you're going to find something to talk about. I haven't done a podcast since... When was that guy pissing on the other guy's laptop? That was... It was in June. It was like June. Yeah, it was 2022. June. No, no, it, it was, was, 20, was yeah. 2022 June. So that's about seven months of not doing a podcast at all. Pitched up today, had the fucking best time of my life. Because you know you can do it. So just keep on doing them and you're going to be... Chilling. Like, you're not even going to need alcohol anymore. Yeah. See, the thing is, a lot of the time, alcohol and uh, yeed, it makes, not, it creates conversation. I know, yeah. I know confidently, I know confidently, yeah. I can walk with, I can sit down with someone, a random person, give me and him two beers, 
we can start talking about whatever shit for hours on end. That sounds good. And I'm not doing the kind of talking. The booze is doing the, the talking. Doing the talking. I see booze more as... I'm trying to find the right metaphor here, but I don't think it exists. Because at a certain point, it enables... It's, like, it's a confidence booster. But it's kind of like walking on... A trip on a, on, you know those people that walk on the lines with the big stick thing. Yeah. Like, is it the tripwire? No. Yes. Yeah. Well, how when they span like that, over like the Grand Canyon or shit like that, yeah, and they and just they, walk they on just that. Walk yeah. on a little piece of rope. <laughs> it's kind of like that because on the one side, if you tip too far over, you're gonna feel sick the next morning. You're gonna feel sick the evening. You're gonna want to go throw up. You're gonna want to go home. You're gonna want to sleep. You're gonna eat some toast. <laughs> on the other side, if you're not drunk enough, you're going to be over it, you want to go home, you're not feeling the vibe, the music's too loud, etc, etc. But if you balance it just right in the middle, you have a wonderful evening. Yes. Yes. And it's difficult to find the balance. It's very difficult to find the balance. I've been struggling because your balance changes the more you, like, as you go through different stages. For instance, when I'm in a semester, I don't have to drink as much to get as drunk. When I'm like when I was in high, when I was in, just out of high school, out on a trip, buddy, we could be chugging brandies for days, and I'd be chilling. Yes, we were. My we my were drunk folks. My alcohol intake at the moment is, I can just take. <laughs> like you can just keep on taking. Yeah, yeah, no, you keep on taking, but the problem is, it gets really fucking dumb after a while because mm. then I'm not in control anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, so so I my intake capability is quite low at the moment. Because I haven't been partying a lot. So I'm like very easily tipped one way over the edge because I'm trying to compensate for this side, this side of the edge of the side of being over it. And you try and compensate and then you tip yourself over, you push over. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't use that. No, push over. Okay, and you push yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, and you, you push just over. kind of tumble <laughs> to a evening death. Very early death. Or you can save it with a TC. No, I used to be able to. <laughs> not, I anymore. Used to, not anymore. <laughs> I, I, I don't have the desire to stay there if I'm feeling cock anymore. Yes. And you should just balance it, you say. You should just balance it. Life is all about balance, says the 21-year-old pretentious dickhead from Stellenbosch while he slowly falls down on his chair. And uh, on that very note right there, I want to say keep your life in balance. Everything, everything is... Uh, you know, don't fucking fall over. You know, with drinking, with drugs, with studying, with everything, you just need to find that balance. Um, secondly, the history is going to change a lot. I really think so. This book that I'm reading currently. I'm waiting for the YouTube video to come out about that. Yeah, guys, look, look up a bit. Randall Carlson, Graham Hancock, The Twelfth Planet. That's what I'm reading at the moment. Have a look up on this. Amazing shit. Uh... Yet again, uh, with Rieda, the fucking engineer. Remember, fusion, fusion, um, nuclear fusion. Do you have any note for the viewers? Any notes? Um, so, I recently had to put in an aspiring quote for something. Um, doesn't really matter, and I put in "Just enjoy the ride, boys." By Toto Wolf, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> it got flagged, so I'm going to use it here. Just enjoy the ride, boys, and girls, and whatever in between. Just enjoy the ride.
That's yes. it from me. And that is another episode of the GVO podcast, the Good Vibes Only podcast. And uh, see you next week. Adios. <laughs>